Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the big daddy himself, Greg Miller. Hello, Tim. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Good day to you, Tim. And the Nitro Rifle himself, Andy Cortez. Great day to you, Tim. Thank you. Thank you all for wishing me so well. I appreciate that. Of course, this is the Kind of Funny Screencast, where each and every week we get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. Of course, if there is some hot pop culture stuff going on in the nerd world, we are going to be reacting to it. We've been doing our weekly Miss Marvel reviews, which will continue next week. This, unfortunately, is the end of the boys for us, but we will be back for season four when that happens, hopefully next year. Uh, but stay tuned to Screencast for everything else that's popping up, like she hulk's coming eventually we got the game of thrones spinoff and all of that you can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com you can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast and we'll be right there for you if you wanted to get the show ad free and watch it live as we record it you gotta go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers molecule fargo brady gordon mcguire and al tribesman have all done we appreciate you all so very, very much. Today we're brought to you by Shopify and Chime, but I'll tell you all about that later. We're talking about The Boys Season 3's finale. Andy Cortez, I want to start with you. What did you think of this? I, I loved it. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the penultimate season of Game of Thrones, where I didn't necessarily love the execution in terms of pacing. I feel like a lot was thrown at us, but it was all it, I was getting shoved a bunch of sweet treats down my down my throat, you know, and I loved mm -hmm. it. So like mm -hmm. it I don't okay. think that they executed it perfectly, um, but I didn't really care a whole lot because I was getting the stuff that I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, I think the pacing was like really fast and um, them trying to kind of wrap up several threads um, was uh, it, it was just it was a lot like a lot happened in this episode and by the end of it like i'm yelling in my room like oh my god dude like uh it's it's just a, it's such a damn good show and um i'm terrified for the future gregory miller this was a fantastic season of television and i feel oh, like yeah. so many of the episodes were such high points cliffhangers amazing moments that I didn't feel this episode lived up to that. But I also feel like it's unfair to call that a disappointment. It's almost like, you know, I got my final Christmas gift and it wasn't as big as my last two Christmas gifts. And I'm kind of like, eh. But I still had a great Christmas and a great Christmas. Uh, I don't know if this analogy is playing. But I liked this episode. I didn't love it. I'm not. I, I wish we were ending on a note like we ended the last couple episodes where it's like, Oh my God, that was awesome. I can't right. wait for season four, blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm excited for season four. Obviously I, 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 it's about the journey, not the destination, but like to get to the end here and have it be Homelander and Butcher are staring at each other again. That's, yeah. I feel like we've ended a lot of the seasons this way <laughs> and just have it kind of move on. And like, even Maeve's still alive. I was like, all right, well, I'm excited for more action and adventure and whatever. But like, it, I think, you know, the last couple episodes, I had said, like, man, it really feels like anything could happen and blah, blah, blah. And then you get here and it's like, well, everybody's kind of, they, they've definitely changed. Obviously, there's been all sorts of different things. Huey has his vial. Maeve only has one eye and no powers. I'm not saying, like, nothing happened or whatever, but it's just Butcher's like. Butcher's going to die in a year. <laughs> and I, and, but, it, but the problem is them doing that and then the last three seasons of television, I'm like, no, he's not. 
he's going to get out of this jam somehow next right. next season. Like, I do not at all for a second believe Butcher will die because they had me believe, man, A-Train might die there. Or, hey, Maeve might die there. Okay, Black Noir is dead, but it's like, all right. I, I enjoyed the episode. I'm just not, like, floored by it. Yeah. Nicholas. Yeah, I'm right there with Greg. Um, I thought that overall the season was phenomenal. I highly recommend it. Uh, I think, unfortunately, the season finale kind of wasn't as tense and as 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 uh, yeah, I guess as tense as I as I would hoped it would have been. I think they did themselves a little bit of a disservice by having all the characters, for whatever reason, know that um, Soldier Boy was Homelander's dad going into the fight. I feel like that really kind of worked against the audience and, and building that tension that we really wanted for that fight. Cause how awesome would it have been if that had been revealed as they were squaring off against Homelander, but they already, as is, they already know they're going into this game, like, you know, two games down in the series and you're like, or, or this, this fight two games down in the series, you're like, okay, well they're up against the, you know, an uphill battle. God, I had a lot of, a lot of metaphors in there. Sorry guys. Um, but I liked it overall. I just wish that they had, there was a little bit more suspension, a little bit more tension in there. Um, Cause I kind of saw how it was going to end. Once he brought the kid out, I was like, okay, I kind of understand how this is going to go. And obviously, you know, I was watching it and, and Danielle every once in a while just pops her head in and she watched the show. Cause it's a little intense for her. But I was, she was like, who's that guy? And I was like, that's soldier boy. And that's, he's going to scarf against Homelander. She goes, there's no way they're going to kill Homelander off. He's the best villain that th this show's ever seen. And it's so true, right? Yeah. Anth uh, Anthony Starr's character in this is so good. Who are they going to get? He's soldier boy. And no, no disrespect to, um, to Jensen Eccles, I think is the name of that guy's yeah, name. You uh, thanks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we all knew that how this one was going to go. Um, and it's kind of weird. Cause at the end of the episode, you're like, well, is Homelander still a threat? Because I feel like n tomorrow he's still going to come kill all you guys, right? There's no reason why he wouldn't. And especially after we see sort of the way that the the uh, uh, show play, the episode plays out with the kid kind of smiling at the end. They're being like, oh, dad can do whatever the heck he wants. It's like, well, now dad has no reason to hold himself back. So it just kind of felt like overall it was a little bit of a, a little bit lower energy than I wanted for the season finale. But overall, I love the season. Yeah, this is it's one of my favorite seasons of television ever. Like, I think that this from beginning to end was just like so much more than I could have ever expected from a show that I already was completely enamored by with seasons one and two. I think they just keep getting better and better and stronger and stronger at telling their stories and building their world. And I agree with you guys that I don't think that this episode lives up to the quality uh, and the hype of the last couple episodes. Um, but I think that's mainly because it kind of did the Game of Thrones thing of the second to last episode, kind of having the holy crazy For shit sure. moments. And then this is kind of just more dealing with the, the fallout of it all. And I think that this one kind of reads a little bit, again, disappointing is not the word. I still really loved this episode. I yep. just think that in comparison, it wasn't like as exciting. It's not even so much about the quality. It's just more about the excitement level uh, and the, the feelings from it all. Because it felt like it was retreading some things that we've seen before. And I feel like everything it retreaded Get, this was a, a variation on we got a different take on like greg's talking about the butcher homelander stare downs like yeah we've gotten them quite a few times now and i feel like we're we're getting to the point that it's kind of like okay but what are you gonna do with this and they keep coming up with great answers and as long as they do i'm gonna continue to love it but um i think that they had a couple wise choices in terms of face-offs of uh i didn't expect Maeve to get back involved and have a fight uh with homelander specifically and just some of the the one-on-ones that they set up i was like oh this is way more interesting than I would have seen this episode going. And again, to the show's credit and this finale's credit, I do think that it's always impressive to me how every week we spend 
30 minutes talking about our thoughts and where we think things are going. And I feel like with the boys, we have never been right. Like, I feel like no matter what we Mm. say, there's so many different paths that make sense. But like what we end up getting is always just enough of a variation that I'm like, damn, like they are keeping us on our toes. And I think that here that's disappointing ish because it not going the way we thought it was, was kind of like, Oh yeah. There was a lot of just kind of resetting the status quo things, which gets me excited for season four of the ticking time. Uh, bomb on on butcher what they're going to do with that Maeve not having powers like her being alive we're going to see her again like i'm sure she comes back but soldier boy being put back into to cryo like there were things like that that i didn't expect um and i'm, I'm happy with because i think that that is going to present a great options for us to play with next season um but overall i think that the moment of the episode for me was starlight um and huey where he powered her up and made the choice to not use the V on himself, but instead turn the lights on and like kind of give her the ability to learn to fly and all that shit. Like that was hype as hell. And I think was a great example of how the show uses its action and comedy uh, alongside its character moments and, and real kind of like growth to be more than just a superhero show and be something that's like, this is a damn high quality TV show um, overall. And um, I think that they stuck the landing for the story they told this season. I just think that the landing was not necessarily the most interesting part of a season that had such a strong middle and one of the funniest, most insane opening episodes I've ever seen. Before we get into more details, though, (laughs) let me tell you about our sponsors. I love that sound. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and I know the Kind of Funny store at kindoffunny.com store uses Shopify to sell all our merch, including all those cool Portillo shirts you guys have been so great about supporting with. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames right now. Shopify.com slash kf games no one likes waiting on a paycheck especially when you've got bills due good thing there's chime now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit that's up to two more days to save pay bills and generally just feel good about your money situation but chime is more than just about getting paid early it's also an award-winning mobile app checking account debit card and optional savings account so what are you waiting for Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash KF Games. That's Chime.com slash KF Games. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on your payer. Sorry, Greg made a mouth noise. I was about to jump in and then Greg made a mouth noise. It was such a perfect, it was such a, I think it was just me uh, marveling at how good Tim was. That was such a great button on it right andy play yeah. the song <laughs> i want to talk more about that starlight moment tim because i was beyond hype in that in that moment with her floating up and and noticing that she can fly and i got kind of like the happy tears when they cut to huey mm-hmm. and you see his face and just how 
excited and proud and happy he is of her. And man, that moment got me. I was like, dude, this is so awesome. And I was really worried about what Jensen was going to do with that last piece of the shield. As we all know yeah. what MM said, fuck that shield, you know, mm-hmm. and the shield is all broken up or whatever. And it's he's going to attack her and he, he gets completely like Kamehameha'd. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't really I think this movie was really tense. I'm going to I'm going to kind of go against what Nick was saying, because I immediately I go back to. The fight, I, I think maybe the results make you think that things were less tense than they were because everything just ended up being the same and we didn't get any crazy results as a, uh, you know, Black Noir aside. But when Maeve is getting her eye fucking caved in, I'm like, this could be it for Maeve. Like, I thought this Mm -hmm. is how Maeve was going to go out. And I think we all thought she was going to go out that way until, you know, she miraculously survived, which I'm with Greg on that one. I think Kill Her Off is probably the best choice mostly because it also just doesn't make a whole lot of logical sense that the blast goes off you lose your powers and you survive that 20 30 happen yeah i have no idea how that works um but that's one of those you just turn off your brain for that piece of logic maybe the Mm -hmm. powers were fading as she was falling down or something um but yeah that whole fight with homelander i think that this is how she's gonna go out and i'm and I have that sort of battle of the bastards tension in my body where I'm all just kind of like, I realize that when the episode's over, I'm like, Oh, I can like, my body can just release that stress out, you know? Um, but the, that moment during the fight, we see the bloody nose on Homelander. Um, she sees like, Oh, he's bleeding. Like how this is my moment. Mm-hmm. And I at any moment expect him to get, or expect her to get black noir. Like, I expect some brutal type shit and I right. did not expect her to kind of take the uh the Bruce Wayne bomb from Dark Knight Rises out into the ocean. Um yeah, I I, I don't know. This whole episode, the whole fight was very tense for you because I still even though we kind of expect yes, main characters probably aren't going to die. I think yeah. the show is brutal enough for me to not believe that. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it wasn't that I didn't enjoy the final fight. I thought it was fun, and I thought I love that it was in the television studio. I think it was a good way to sort of use the budget of the show wisely. Um, I just think how much crazier it would have been. Like, my expectation was when he got off the phone, or when he, um, I forgot, when he got off the phone, and like, I think it was the last episode with Homelander, where he was like, I'm your dad, whatever. I thought that was going to be a secret that he was going to care. And, and I thought that they were going to give soldier boy the opportunity to be sort of like conflicted about that going into that final fight. And then what a heel turn that would have been if it's like, Hey, by the way, we brought this guy in, we've got all these things. And then all of a sudden he just turns around. And it's like, Oh, now you're not fighting Homelander. You're fighting Homelander soldier boy and this kid. And that I, that's why I just assumed I was like, how are they going to get out of this pickle? But instead they had like a, an adult conversation about whether or not he was going to turn on him with hope with soldier boy. And it was kind of interesting. He was like, are you going to do this? He's like, I guess, I don't know. Um, and they're dealing with obviously a lot of stuff there, but what I, one of the things I did find fascinating though, was that was the Homelander sort of state in this, right. Where he just kind of, he has that final breaking point with black noir because he has been in fact searching for a family forever. And he thought that Black Noir was like, remember, he's like, he's always he's the one guy that he's like, I can the count on you always. Yeah. And when he comes back, he's like, he's there. But it's not because he realizes that he's been lying to him his whole life. And that is just the ultimate betrayal. And so the only person that he he finally can actually have a family with is his own family. And I'm I'm pretty fascinated to see if they actually push that. If Homelander actually grows from that, um, at least I was until the very, very last scene where he nukes the guy's face off. 
uh, and we see uh, MM's uh, uh, daughter's stepdad be like, yeah, this is awesome, which is a horrifying moment. Um, and then, of course, they, they close on that shot of Ryan where he sort of has that smile of where he's realizing, oh, I, can, I really can do whatever I want to do. And it's like, oh, no, the kid's been corrupted. Butcher, you idiot. Um, so all that stuff I thought was really, really fascinating. I just, I just wanted the, ba- the last battle to be a little bit more like there was just not that one moment where I was like, oh, no, where there usually have been. They're so good in every other episode at, at pulling that twist off where like, oh, I did not see that coming. And in this one, they just gave you kind of meat and potatoes, but they were really good meat and potatoes. I also want to point out that I expected, but when Black Noir is headed to confront Homelander and we see the birds and the little uh, cartoon creatures walking with him, I thought, oh, Black, this, is, this is how they're going to make Black Noir uh, communicate with the audience more mm. because he's going to be a mainstay from here on out because it's going to be he and Homelander. Like... No matter what happens at this final fight, I expect it's going to be him and Homelander. And when Homelander is confronting him, I expect Black Noir to lie and be like, no, I didn't know about your father or whatever. Right. Um, but he, he did such a compelling case, right? Of like, I can see your face. I can, t- I can hear your heartbeat. I, you can't fucking lie to me. I was like, damn, that's cool. It's so awesome. Yeah, but I, I think it's just like in that moment when he's walking over there and we see the cartoon critters, I'm thinking like, oh, the because he's going to be such a main character and all the other villains are pretty much useless or terrified. This is how he's going to be communicating to the audience, what he's thinking and how he's feeling from here on out. It's going to be the cartoon critters as his sort of voice. Mm-hmm. And then he gets just completely Fatality. ripped out Does of his stuff. Like, Holy shit. That's my question though. Does he though? Cause isn't one of his powers like regenerative healing? Yeah. I mean, we saw him rip his like, veins out right a yeah, couple like episodes we, I mean, ago didn't remember in, in last season he got blown up in a house like didn't they light that freaking house that they they, they uh, pulled the gas main and then the entire house exploded and he he was inside of it but he still lived so i'm curious to see if he's he's coming back next season to a degree to whatever degree because i find the character fascinating absolutely i yeah. I, I, th- I think in that moment though i feel like he is gone only because i don't Homelander knows what his powers are. Like Homelander didn't just want to hurt him. I mean, he didn't. Really Homelander knows spine, that like pain but... doesn't matter to him. Homelander, I think, wanted to get the job done. I think he's too smart figure... to understand that you can come back from this. You know, you figure it's like a Wolverine thing, though. They can play fast and loose with those powers, right? Like Wolverine get torn in half. He just like crawls over to the other side of his body, and it's ready to rock and roll. Um, I feel like he's dead, dead. I feel like yeah. the way the beaver like fades. Is like you know the light in his eye dying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I think he's dead. What a funny sentence out of context. <laughs> I know exactly, but I think it's like fifty-fifty. Like I think, especially with the show, they've proven that it's like they <laughs> they have ideas and they can come up with things and write themselves out of stuff. Like I, like I said a couple episodes. Like if A Train doesn't die, I'm gonna be shocked if they make it worth it. And they haven't fully made it worth it for me having him not die. But I think that they did a pretty compelling version of it so far. Like having that conversation with him and his brother, I was like, damn, this is really hard that was some good you know? shit. yeah and it was and like that's, damn that's a great scene tim and i forgot that happened like yeah. you bringing it up right now i'm like wow that was a really damn good sequence of him and his brother i think this episode had a lot of really good scenes that kind of paid off like what they built up this season uh, another one being frenchy standing up to to butcher where to it's butcher. like yeah. like, <laughs> it's it's like just, we want I, paid time off in dental <laughs> yeah it, just, it was funny. great like the performance was great you just kind of believe in it all but like another thing i love about the show is i was saying that you can't really expect what's going to happen and anytime you think you know it's like oh you're going to be a little bit off or like it's going to be completely different and i remember last season um it was building up to 
there's this facility and they're doing experiments and there was that telekinetic one right cindy and yeah the one who escaped we all thought she was going to be like like this big MacGuffin, this big thing and then it just wasn't you know but it's like they used that story so well where it wasn't just like oh man it's so much build up for nothing it's more so much build up to allow all this other great stuff to happen um like i forget the what was sean, sean ashmore's character uh in that one was it ice was it fire whatever it was uh oh. His whole stuff was really good, right? I and forgot I think, he was in there. Oh my god! Sorry for, for some reason, I thought you said Sean Astin. I was like, no, you're thinking Stranger Things last. <laughs> but uh, I think that this season did a great job with Black Noir of building up his relationship with both Soldier Boy and Homelander throughout the season to get to a point that, like, I'm right there with you, Andy. Like, I thought it was going to be way more of a team up with them. I thought that mm-hmm. Black Noir was about to be a core cast member going forward, and. To have Noir's story from season one to here, and if this is his end, that's a boy's ass move. And it, I love that. Like, it makes this show have a unique identity in the same way that for years, Game of Thrones had that identity of like, nothing is sacred, anyone can die. Like, that was its thing. I love right. that the boys' thing to me seems to be kind of like really developing storylines, but not having them end in the place that, or even in the same realm of where you think that they're going to go. Uh, so I think that I loved what they did with Noir in this one. Yeah, and and honestly, if the character is dead, I think that was a obvious everything you're saying. You know, if that, if this is the end of the character, it was a great way to to do that. All of that stuff was handled well. Um, one of the scenes that I thought was really, really fucking incredibly tense was the scene where he's where, with in Vought, where he tells take Ashley off to your take wig, off wig. Yeah. Yeah. like what wig, yeah. and then you're like, oh no, and you see just like the physical manifestation of, of what this job and being around these people and the person she's had to become has like done to her. I thought that was I that, that was awesome. I, I actually did a great job with that. I think uh, uh, the guy that plays the deep, I think the deep is is like one of the saddest characters to watch out here, but you can't help but feel for him because he's just so stuck stupid. Weak. And, and stupid and weak and and needs to just break away from this. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, it's interesting that A-Train wasn't a part of the final battle. I thought for sure he was going to kind of come and kind of come to their aid. Mm. Um, but they're, I think they're holding him in the back pocket for the next season to develop a little bit more. But I just thought that was that, that whole thing where he's like, I don't like, I don't need any of you. You're not my family. I thought you'd be my family. You're not my family. Mm. And then, and I'm the stuck breath, with you when I'm it looks around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then goes and finds his real family, which is his only blood. Uh, and I liked that through line. And I also love kind of where we leave everything off which is so interesting, right? We've got Mallory now potentially running Soldier Boy, which is going to be interesting. And we've got Newman potentially in a, in a place where if she plays her cards right, could be president if if uh, she gets elected as VP and then something mysteriously happens. She pops his head, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's terrifying. And I like that she's going to be obviously the main antagonist for um, the next season. I think that's going to be super cool. And And that I think is a we say game of thrones a million times in these episodes or at least i do but i think that is such a a game of thrones level smart iq thing happening on screen where homelander tells the deep i need something from you yeah i need something from and we you. see like, that man it, get we see that man get killed and in that moment i don't i'm not making the connections right then and there right um but I think it just plays off perfectly to have that call back. And now that that guy's dead, this is my VP. And holy shit, it is uh, Victoria who could explode your head. And <laughs> suddenly, I mean, well, not not suddenly. I mean, she, we saw her in the episode with Homelander. But at the start of the season, she kind of seemed like an ally. <laughs> yeah. And now She's you're really. Now, right? yeah. And yeah. now you're 
she great politician and she's completely worried or, or she worries you as a viewer of like what is her end game now what, what where right. does where is she gonna take this you know well, i think there's two there's those two types of super scary antagonists and what this that's what the show does so well is you've got homelander who's unbeatable and is this close from just becoming unhinged and taking over the entire world that's super scary but then you also on the other side of the pendulum have someone who's really at the core just trying to protect herself and her daughter but is willing to do anything to do that and is super smart and is super understands how the political landscape works and how to work her way up that system that to me is every bit as terrifying and fascinating to watch because that's almost more insurmountable uh than than just taking on homeland or finding a bunch of big baddies that can fight him right because now they have the problem is what happens if they go to confront her or fight her? Not only they have to, we've already established that nobody believes anyone in this political landscape. And two, she could very well be the vice president. You can't kill the vice president, right? You can't do that uh, very easily without being labeled a, a traitor and or a terrorist. So it's going to be really like they're, they're, they're really writing these characters in a corner, which is right where I want that, that season to start. Unlike this season, which started with them, everything being kind of okay. And then having to kind of throw them into the, into the deep end. Mm-hmm. I love the painting of the deep and Homelander. Towards <laughs> <laughs> the end, you know. I like uh, uh, Deep's ex-wife now uh, with her little book. Into deep, it? into into deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I think wasn't that a Steven Seagal movie? Probably. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was funny. All the, all those little touches were great. And um, uh, yeah, that that moment at the end though with Homelander and his little MAGA following, I I should have expected what was going to happen, but. I still assumed at some point that, oh, this is going to you just murder this man. People are going to freak out. And I thought I expected pandemonium. Ah, like the, the episode ends with maybe the kids smiling, you know, or some shit. But when we see stepfathers Step start clapping, I'm like, uh, or go like, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, this is this is perfect. And this is the perfect way to play this. And it just feels like shit. Go ahead, Tim. I mean, just backing up what you're saying, it's like, this is a great example of the kind of like, we've seen this before, it's retreading things, but there is that escalation. And as we've seen Homelander, especially this season, more so than ever, kind of just get ratcheted up with evil and power simultaneously. And like everything he did to Starlight, everything he did where it's like, I don't give a shit about leaking the video and all that stuff. To have him just be in this pure moment of the, like the worst things he does, the more support he gets. Yeah. Comparing this end scene to last season when we had stormfront uh going to the rallies and stuff and then we, there was that vision that homelander had of him kind of like lasering and killing everyone but that mm -hmm. not actually happening yeah i love that we're getting it now right so it's like it it kind of felt a little retready to me where i was like we've already seen a scene like this and i was like no last time it wasn't real yeah but right. now it's real and now they're dealing with the real life with that i think that that is just such good storytelling it is and it's and, and to your point it's escalation right now we've everyone that was always the question with Homelander. What happens if he, if if he's no longer worried about his public persona? And now, but you didn't even think to ask the question. Of, and I think it's so great how they've they've spun this tale, which is what happens if his public persona is who he really is, and everyone loves him for that. That's even scarier because now he can be unhinged and get rewarded for it. Mm -hmm. um, and and that's what you saw there. And what a great. I, I mean, the, I was like, oh, the dad's finally going to see Homelander. And then then I thought to myself, you fucking idiot. Yeah. What show do you think you're watching? What do you think you're watching? A, you know, an 80s sitcom? The dad's like, yeah. And I was like, all right. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to watch <laughs> the boys, man. There's no happiness in this world. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. At the end of the day, I just feel like I'm totally with you all where 
in 15, 20 years, I will be saying that, yeah, I love True Detective season one uh, and I love The Boys season three. Like these are some yeah. of the best seasons of television that I have ever seen. Um along with like how I love Breaking Bad. Like I just think I thought you were about to say along with how I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> along with how I love Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Like I just think the level of quality and, and again the thing that I uh, tweeted a couple of weeks back is like I never feel like my time is wasted with the boys. I never feel like I'm getting a storyline that I uh I don't feel like I have to be happy with the results. I feel like a lot of the boys is disappointing you and your expectations and what mm -hmm. you want to happen won't necessarily always happen. And um, at the end of the day, like Homelander is Cersei, uh, it, it, Cersei mm -hmm. Lannister. You have to keep the big bad alive. I'm not expecting Homelander to die anytime soon. Like th this is getting ratcheted up for a reason where we, because I think if you kill Homelander, that anything else will kill in comparison. Right, yeah. You kill kind of like what we're seeing in the MCU right now. You kill Thanos, the big bad that we've been leading up to. Um, everything else kind of seems just smaller in comparison, not just in comparison of, of uh, I guess, consequences, but just smaller uh, in, in, you know, less quality, uh, lesser in quality is what the word yeah. I'm looking for. But yeah, I, I think that like they are headed in the perfect direction and um, yeah, it's just it, this season was just phenomenal. Yeah, the, the, the last thing I want to say here is I in terms of the expectations being uh, met and changed and all that stuff. Like, I'm so happy they didn't just do the up oh, soldier boy and Homelander are on the same team now and they're going to fight against the good guys. Like it, that would have been the easiest thing to do. And even in this episode, I feel like they hinted at it so many times, but they dealt with it where we still got those moments. But it was through adult dialogue. It wasn't through. We're going to punch together, you know, and I, I thought that was really well done. And shout out to you guys. What's his name? Eric Kripke. Yep. Yeah. I like you a lot. People have been talking about Supernatural for, for years and I never trusted him. I trust you now. <laughs> Supernatural <laughs> review. Let's go. Thank mm -hmm. God. You finally got Tim. Finally, that show oh. can take off and find its fan base. Mm -hmm. Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all 29 seasons or whatever. 29 seasons. Thousands uh, yeah. of people to come to all the conventions. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to just shout out the 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 moment of Butcher punching Huey and yeah. confirming my beliefs from last week, everybody. I was right. I was right. I knew it. I knew that he wasn't going to let him go through with it, uh, even though, like, I guess I kind of believed it after he didn't tell him the news. But I still felt like there's going to be a way for Butcher to figure out not to kill Huey. Like, he doesn't want to take him down with him. He believes that Huey is good. Um, and the the one problem I had, one line that I had an issue with was we had to save everyone. It just reminded me of Spider-Man. Yeah. No Way Home. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, it's funny because, like, I, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because that was that was a moment, not I want to say cringeworthy moment for me, but I was like, really, that's where these characters are. The, the characters felt so much more real until that point for me. And I, and I appreciate where they're coming from, because, you know, I think I think Huey is the is the reason why that it saved it for me, because we've seen sort of him going along Butcher's lines. 
and seeing what that what the toll it takes on him and the person he has to become. And he's I'm glad he brought that back. We get that great sequence with him and Starlight in the car where he's like, I know every part of your brain's yelling for you to tell you I told you so. Go ahead and do it. She goes, I <laughs> so good. told you so. And I'm glad they're I'm glad they don't hate each other. I was yeah. so, I was uh, really I was really worried of like, be Andy. I was fight. really worried about like a breakup sort of situation. Right. But there know? was but there was a moment during the fight where I was like, you guys I, like part of me I understand why we're saying to save everyone. But the other part of me is like, we are we we just it feels like these characters didn't quite like have a very short memory for who Homelander is and for the horrible, heinous shit that he's done. And it almost feels like, I don't know, it, 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 I was a little bit more conflicted than I think in a different way than I was supposed to be in that final fight. I was like, y'all should just be killing Homelander right now. Like, let's stay on point right now, maybe. But I get it. They got the kid and all that stuff and the kid's an innocent. So it is what it is. But um, overall, great episode. The Boys season three, y'all. Like I said, we will be back for season four. I know that the spinoff varsity series, the X-Men type uh, take is, is supposed to be next year. I don't know if it's going to be earlier, but whatever. We're going to be reacting to that as well. Cannot wait. Uh, let us know in the comments below what you thought of the finale. Until next time, I love you all. Goodbye. And we'll see you Monday for Better Call Saul. Yes. <laughs>